0: Welcome to Healthy Perspectives with Jeremiah, a podcast that brings you current social and cultural issues through a clinical lens. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Today's a good day. I'm going to talk about something that is driving me absolutely nutty as a therapist. Recently, uh, no matter where I turn, what I see everywhere, crisis this, crisis that. That's a crisis. This is going to become a crisis. Crisis. Oh, there's so many crises. Everything's a crisis right now. And the answer to that is it can't all be crises. They just can't. 100% guaranteed they're not all crises. But it's an emotional crisis. No. It's a, it's a physical crisis. No. Look, there's a, there is a such thing as a crisis. Crises are real. They do happen. But not everything fits into the container of crisis. And so when people are selling you on this notion that everything is a crisis, they're full of crap. They're just wrong. Look, as a therapist, I sit with people often uh, on a daily almost And when I sit with them and they talk about all this really hard stuff that they're going through, it's true. It's hard. There's a difference between a hard thing and a crisis. A crisis is, I'm about to die. You're about to die. Somebody's about to die. We're about to enter a war where people will die. Not very many things actually fall into the category crisis. If you can slow down and be more methodical just a little bit and your life isn't in danger, it's not a crisis. Now, why do I say that? Because in the light that is being shown on all kinds of things, we are being, there's an attempt to get us to believe that a lot of things, Fall into a crisis category when they don't. So, what is a crisis? By Google definition, it's a time of intense difficulty, trouble, or danger. I don't like that definition because everything can fit inside of that definition. A crisis is not about difficulty and trouble. It's literally about danger, not or danger. If you are not in danger, it is not a crisis. A time, another definition, a time when a difficult or important decision must be made. I would add to prevent imminent danger. Because outside of that, it's not a crisis. I mean, come on, Google. Google do a better job here. A turning point of a disease when an important change takes place, indicating either recovery or death. Crisis. That fits. If it says, and death. Death at the end. If it's not about the end of life, it is not a crisis. If it's about discomfort, you know, I think you could probably even make a case uh, of severe danger, right? The threat of severe danger. Like, if I don't do this right, my arm is going to get chopped off. Okay. I mean, you're borderline a crisis because that could you know, lead to all kinds of complications and potentially death pretty quickly. You're not talking very far down that line. I could, maybe you could make that case. But then the more important thing comes up for me as a therapist. And that is, if not everything is a crisis, which it's not, then how do we determine what is a crisis? How do we know? I mean, everything gets lumped into, oh, it's only one step from death. No, the creation of a new law. Let's be real. On our books, we have mm, thousands and thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of laws. In different states, we have different laws. And across the country, we have all these federal laws. I mean, there are so many, we can't even keep track. And those are supposed to, by design, increase safety so is the creation of a new law ever going to be a crisis at this point i doubt it i doubt it i doubt there's one single new law that can be created that you would you could make a reasonable argument it is it is a crisis Has to happen right now today. And if it doesn't, somebody's gonna die today. I just don't think you could do it. Now, there's a lot of people who want you to believe that without a border law in place of certain kinds, there's so many border laws for crossing, they're just not obeyed. It's not a crisis. It's just not a crisis. Enforce the laws that we have. Don't create a bunch of new ones. Let's start by enforcing the ones that we do have. And then we'll know if we have any kind of crisis. I'll bet money, we don't. Gun laws. Crisis. There's all these mass shootings going on. Crisis, crisis, crisis. Uh, There's all kinds of laws to prevent people from buying weapons And using weapons for violence against other people in this country. Enforce the laws we have. And then we'll know if there's a crisis. We keep talking about going to the legislature. Here's what I I would suggest. You wanna be an activist? Here's what I suggest tell the politicians to review all the laws on the books. Slow down, methodically do it, and then ask this question Which ones are not enforced? Which ones do not show up in the court systems at all? And why? I'll bet we could figure out ways to prevent what we're calling crises. By just enacting what we already have psychologically, when I sit with clients, they know the boundaries. They ignore the boundaries. The boundaries they set for themselves they ignore. Not a crisis. But I, but I, uh, I, I got drunk and I'm an alcoholic. Not a crisis. Why is that not a crisis? You knew the boundaries. You ignored the boundaries. You had all these mechanisms in place. Not a crisis. Now you're laying in a ditch somewhere, barely breathing, freezing to death. Crisis. That's a crisis. Now if it's due to the drug use, great. I mean, drug-induced crisis. But the idea that everything falls into the label crisis is just asinine. It's crazy. Emotions that are out of control may lead to a crisis. It's that spontaneous act that happens with little or no thought. If somebody cannot create a gap between the emotion and the behavior, we can quickly turn into a crisis. We can, it can quickly turn into a crisis. But the idea of having emotion, that's not a crisis. You've got emotion. Slow down. Take a look at it. Just like we talked about, you know, go go to, you want to do some activism, go to your representatives and tell them to read all the laws that do not show up in court. And then ask the question, why? Why do we not enforce them? Is it simply because we don't know them? This is really important. That we learn and we understand how to determine when it's a crisis. People call me up as a therapist and say, I want to die. I've dealt with that a number of times and I don't, I don't take that lightly. I don't want somebody to die on my watch. Not ever. It will, it will hurt me really deep. If somebody dies on my watch. And unfortunately, most of the time when that kind of stuff happens, it's actually not a crisis I know it sounds heartless. It sounds cruel. But the more that I have worked with it, the more I realize it's typically not a crisis. It feels like a crisis. It's different than a crisis. Feels like and being can be very different things. So, how do we determine if it's a crisis? There has to be objectivity. Now, when somebody is super emotional and they cannot objectively look at themselves, I get it. That's when we lean into somebody who loves us, who has a good scale. They don't get worked up easily, they're not going to overreact. And we ask them, is this a crisis? And we walked him through what's going on. And we use their scale when ours is broken because we're overwhelmed emotionally. Great. Use your support system. That's literally a phone call, a text, a, you know, a drive to your buddy's house kind of a situation. If your scale is broken, Because you're overly emotional. Well, there's a solution to that. Get a therapist, go through the emotions, figure out what they are, what they mean, and why they're overwhelming to you. But it doesn't make it a crisis. A crisis? Somebody breaks into a school with a a gun and tries to shoot people. That's a crisis. Imminent death. That's a crisis. Look, I stayed on this word. I've probably overused the word, but here's what I what I, I mean to do today. I want you to take a look at what you in your life have treated as if it's a crisis, and then I want you to ask yourself. Did you hurry to a decision because you thought it was a crisis? And inevitably, you're going to come to a conclusion that, yeah, you probably hurried to a decision because you thought it was a crisis. You felt like it was a crisis. Now, Look at our social structures, our culture, ask yourself, what is our society? What is our culture treating like a crisis and probably hurrying to a decision on it when it's not a crisis? You want to do something active that will help people? who are struggling psychologically and emotionally, fix that. Fix that cultural issue that we are hurrying to make decisions about as if it's a crisis when it's not. Apply that to politics. Apply that to your money. Apply that to your relationships. It is not a crisis. Very few things fall into that actual category. That's what I got for you today. I hope it's a thinker. I hope you're sitting there going, hmm, what have I, because I know I've treated things like crises that weren't. If you're doing the work right now, you've got at least one or two things in your mind. Make a difference with those. We'll change our culture. We'll do it the right way. One person at a time. Not from the top down, because that doesn't work. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Take a look at the details of our podcast for links to our website and other helpful information.